0: Hi everyone, this is Andrew Davies from Inside Scientific, the online environment for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content that helps you do your best work. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Expert Answers. Today we are joined by LifeNet Health Life Sciences Chief Scientist, Edward Lecluse and Global Sales Director, Paul Gallant. They recently presented their novel, all-human, hepatic triculture system, including its benefits and applications. Let's dive in. first question here. You mentioned that uh, all-human triculture system was very easy to use. uh, Ed, Could you maybe just elaborate on that a little bit, please?
1: What I guess I mean by that is that it's a combination of both having everything that one would need to set up the experiments, that you get the feeder cells in a ready-to-go format in terms of their ratios or proportions and pre-qualified hepatocytes. You just pull those out of your freezer, uh, do your typical cell counts, add them at the appropriate portions, if you will, to the 24 or 96 well format. And following our protocol, you have all the media that you need to keep them going and keeping them happy for two weeks. So it sort of follows the traditional 2D multi-well plate formats versus needing an elaborate system that's not amenable or a little more difficult or challenging to build like three-dimensional, other three-dimensional like tissues, models, spheroids, and things like that. We seem to get that kind of performance out of our model, but under traditional 2D multi-well plate conditions, plus it makes them more amenable. To handling different types of assays, imaging, things like that. So, to me, that's all, I guess, more than just ease of use, <laughs> but convenience as well. So.
0: Okay, great. Thanks very much for that. Yeah, that, that's great. Here's a good question. You, you mentioned other possibilities. I understand you are human donor specialists, but are you looking into animal models for the culture system?
1: Yeah. By the way, we've needed to address that ourselves for our own internal projects. But also, we get asked that question a lot: is how amenable is this platform to especially preclinical tox species, accommodating those for both safety assessment, risk assessment, preclinical drug metabolism, pharmacokinetic estimates, things like that. And so far, the only one that we've established and validated is a rodent model, rat, but our plans are to do dog and monkey in the near future.
0: Okay, great. So uh, watch this space. Next question. What kind of cells are the feeder and hepatocytes? Are they primary cells? Can they be passaged? And are there sequencing data on
1: the donors? I'm probably not the best person to answer all those questions, but what I can tell you, and I'm glad that question was asked because I neglected to specify that these are all from our donor tissues. So basically, these are stromal cells and endothelial cells that we made from donated tissues ourselves. And then we passage those and qualify them both in terms of performance and reproducibility in the triculture model. But then in terms of the genetic analysis and all that, Andrew, we I don't believe we've, we've done that. But again, probably that would be a better question for our production group if, if the person who asked the question cares to follow up.
0: Right. So they can follow up with you. Yep. By all means. A couple of sort of practical questions here with the triculture system. How often do you need to change the media to preserve the system's integrity? And then sort of a follow up to that is if you're treating with a substrate and want to avoid redosing, how long can you go without changing
1: the media? Yeah, good question. And we typically get that, too. So depending on your application, you can And we typically will change the medium every day, like if we're doing an induction study or something like that. Now, for toxicity testing, for metabolic clearance and metabolite production, things like that, as I showed in the metabolic clearance data, that's where Christina added the substrates of interest and left them for as long as seven days without changing the medium, and that didn't seem to have any overt or noticeable impact on the integrity or function of the cells.
0: Okay, great. A little follow-up question here as well. Is there an issue with evaporation from plates when using them for multiple weeks?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. There can be, obviously, if you're using the outer rows, outer wells on a 96-well plate format in particular. You have to be cognizant of that for sure. And typically we'll run controls or or we'll just stay away from those outer wells and use the inner sixty wells for our experiments. And depending on the plate design, there that helps mitigate evaporation and things like that. But certainly the standard since we only recommend like a standard ninety-six well plate format, everybody knows what the risks are with evaporation especially if you go for days without changing the medium that's definitely relevant for this system as well
0: okay great i think we have time maybe for just one more question there's quite a few questions about specific applications i would encourage you to follow up with ed and paul and they can clarify whether if this is something that they can do so maybe the last question we'll squeeze in have you tried cyp and ugt inhibitors
1: nope we haven't but i like that idea <laughs> So, yeah, we, don't, right. we haven't driven any IC50s or KIs or anything like that using this system. So we welcome collaborations if, <laughs> if people are interested. And, Paul, I don't know if you want to share anything about beta testing program and the opportunity to get some test kits.
0: Yeah, sure. So um, as I said, we're late stage development, but we've been working with multiple partners on different applications, including transporter, metabolism, toxicity, and we even have a a partner who'll be doing HPV infectivity. So if there's interest in a particular application and you'd be interested in getting access to the technology pre-launch, please reach out to us. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you'll tune in to future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work and share science. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next time.